What's up, guys? It's Jake. We're back with another episode of Flockcast. Uh, we're joined today again with our co-host, Colin Long. What's going on, Colin? Yo, my man. How we doing? Doing great, dude. It's a fantastic fall day. We're recording on Thursday. September 22nd is the fall equinox today. So that's... Oh, look at that. Very yeah. Nice. Uh, equal now, parts. Have, for, for those who don't know, I obviously know, but what exactly is the fall equinox? For, the, for those who don't know. I oh, know it's, it's the same amount of daytime and nighttime. So it's that time See, of year. And now you know if you didn't know. <laughs> that's where the equinox comes from. The equi- equal times of day and night. But I'm no scientist or anything like that. Uh, last week, we had... Uh, well, last episode, we had uh, Mike Ranzetti on, and he uh, went over 99th and 100 shows at Martha's Vineyard, which was a great episode. If you hadn't had a chance to check that out, go ahead and hop onto our Spotify channel, Flockcast, and give that a listen. And also check out our Instagram that we just launched uh, at Flockcast Podcast. Uh, but today... We have a special guest, moderator of the flock, Mr. Dustin Miller. Welcome, Dustin. Hola, long-time listener, first-time caller. Feels good to be here. (laughs) Glad to have you. Heck yeah, man. Uh, So we are having you on, obviously, because pigeons came to your state of North Carolina and played at Ziggy's. They did. It was fantastic. Not only the state of North Carolina, but this is the first time since I started seeing pigeons that they were so close to home. It was only like a 20 minute drive from home. And that was phenomenal. That's about best case scenario. Kind of yeah, why I'm man. so excited for the Miami show. I can literally walk home if I wanted to. How <laughs> fantastic. How fantastic. What a time to be alive. Yeah. Uh, how was the, yeah, the venue? Uh, the, the venue's the venue's great, man. Ziggy's um, so Ziggy's is like a historical, iconic venue in this area and in North Carolina in general. Um, it started in like the '90s in Winston Salem, North Carolina. Um, fun fact: my first actual like ever concert that I went to when I was 13 years old was Insane Clown Posse at Ziggy's in Winston Salem. And that was quite the, quite the adventure. <laughs> um, but, but that Ziggy shut down. They reopened a second Ziggy's in Winston-Salem. That Ziggy shut down a few years ago, all for different reasons and stuff. So this is the third generation. And it's been great, man. The vibes are really great. Um, it's it's kind of like an outdoor, like, kind of reminds me of like a beer garden situation. Um, just Just a really, really nice environment. It's kind of strange when you're pulling up outside. You, you don't know if you're where you need to be or where you should be. But once you get inside, it's 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 really cool. So we had a great time. Vibes are great. The weather was great. Couldn't have asked for a better day. Yeah, and Moon Hooch opened for uh, Pigeons that night. How, yeah, how were they? That was fantastic. They've been on my Spotify radar for a few years, you know, on various mixes and stuff like that. But it was the first time seeing them live. They came with great energy. It was it was really fun. Everybody got turned on to it. I don't think anybody was not enjoying what they were putting on. Their drummer was insane. Their their energy was was just phenomenal. It was a, a fantastic opener. Great way to get the vibe started. Yeah, the pigeons always have a great way of having great openers for them. So oh man, it was so on. good. 
the only thing that I was I was you know almost certain that there would be a, a sit in with Moon Hooch, but uh, it didn't happen. They had to get out of there, I think. So other than that, it was pretty cool. They started to go over their time at the end of their set. And, you know, they had like Ziggy stage managers and stuff were, were coming to the front of the stage, like telling them they had to cut it, cut it. You know, you guys got to go. <laughs> and I, I, I don't know for sure if I saw what I saw, but it almost looked like like in a joking manner, um, the, the bigger guy of Moon Hooch uh, that plays more saxophone. He, um, I swear it looked like he just kind of flipped the guy a bird real quick and just kept playing. <laughs> and then they stopped. So, I, I don't know if that was true or not, but it was fun. That's true enough for right now. It sounds funny. So, but yeah, good stuff. I swear, well, that... I, it just looked like a, a quick little, you know, a quick little flip of the bird, and then, uh, and then they kept playing. But then they were like, "All right, we gotta stop." Well, hell yeah, man. Let's uh, go ahead and delve into the yeah. set list. It looks so, like yeah. a, well, not not just looked like one. I, I'm actually glad we recorded today. I had a chance to listen to it uh, several times over, and I gotta say, start to finish, sound like a super solid show. And there was a quick break. It was only like a fifteen-minute break or so in between Moon Hooch and Pigeons. So not a not a whole sitting, not a lot of not a lot of sitting around time. Everybody was ready to get going. Um, they came out and you know vibes were high. They were happy to be there. There was a guy that had a big uh, scrambled Greg like face cut out in the crowd, and Greg got a kick out of that. There was a kid that had uh, on the rail with a first time show uh, flocker sign. Greg acknowledged that. So little, you know, good vibes to get things started. And then a fan favorite paper boy to kick things off. Yeah, very nice little intro uh, song there to get things going. I'll, I'm going to be I'm going to be 100% honest. Paper boy for me has always been not a favorite song, um, but it's a really good, clean opener to get things started. Like I always appreciate it, but uh, when it used to come on, I used to hit the skip button. So, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, there was—they're definitely setting up for the spike because you know, from the paper boy straight to a bad for you, and then like absolutely. Right, we're, we're, now we're moving, guys. Now we're moving. And, yeah, you know, that day was also Greg's anniversary, and so I had this feeling that there were going to be some, you know, kind of if you want to call it love song kind of a thing, you know, songs about love or relationships and things like that. I figured that was going to come, and we had a handful of those. So. Including Paperboy and Bad For You. Yeah, that Bad For You. Uh, Gator really starts to feel his energy coming Absol through. Absolutely. They started digging deep early on that one. Yeah, I always enjoy uh, good Bad For You. I was listening to it earlier on my bicycle and was singing along uh, to that one. But then they move into another new one, uh, Move Like That, which I feel like is one of their newer ones that they've been playing heavily. Uh, it's definitely been a strong rotation. Yeah. And, and I mean, I wonder if it's part of it is, you know, that was the first, you know, single or whatever off of perspective. It kind of like, you know, when they released uh, Doc or something like that, Doc was in that heavy rotation for a long time. And, and I feel like Move Like That is kind of that next, you know, we're going to pump this out for a while. And then after a while, it's going to, it's going to grain some legs and some wings and we're really going to grow the jam after we've, you know, worn out the short version for a while. Yeah. It's a, it's a good sing along song, Love uh, it, man. So much fun. Kind of like a filler song right now, but then they go into, uh, I think, uh, a very crowd favorite instrumental right now is weightless that they, debuted at legend valley at uh 
the drive-ins. Yeah. So Isn't that, they didn't know what they were going to call it at first, right? They said, we're thinking about calling it waitlist. Oh, really? What, yeah, that's just kind of what stuck. They, they, I think Greg was like, we're thinking about calling it waitlist because that's how it makes us feel or something like it's, that. It's a fitting name oh, for the yeah. song, no doubt about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so I'm also a, a big 311 fan as well. Not as much as I used to be, but but definitely still there. And one of my favorite songs from them is called Weightless. So whenever this was released, I was like, oh, that's pretty. That's pretty kismet. I like that. Perfect. <laughs> Hell yeah. And then they go into another crowd favorite, uh, Donna New Day. Beautiful. Uh, I say it's a crowd favorite because it's uh, one of those ones that's easy to sing along to. And uh yeah, it definitely breaks up, up the set. You kind of, you know, that, that the waitlist kind of brings that new energy in there. And then, you know, kind of, again, setting up a, another song that's been growing on me heavily is Hell Yeah. Uh, when Dude. I first heard it, I wasn't super into it, I'll be honest. But every time I hear it, I'm like, all right, hell yeah, I get it now. <laughs> it, it was instantly, like, caught on to me. And I don't know if it's just because, you know, Hell Yeah is just, you know, that's just fun to say or whatnot. But I uh, I really like that song. And now that they're, you know, extending the jam out at the end, I I. It was so good. I thought it was going to be a quick, short version. And then he just, they go into that jam towards the end and, and it really kicked things off and lifted it up. I had a few uh, first timers with me, three first timers actually at that show. And nice. they all, they all really, really liked Hell Yeah. That was a, that was a favorite for everyone for sure. Yeah. Hell Yeah is quickly becoming one of my favorites. Uh, if you know me, I say Hell Yeah a lot. Uh, hell Yeah, brother. Yeah, hell yeah, brother. Yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> and shit like that. And I'm a big Macho Man Randy Savage fan. So Absolutely. This, this song is right down my alley. And what I liked about hearing it is Greg uh, did his, give me a hell yeah. And you could hear the crowd like re- respond back pretty loudly. Both it, was a, it was a very responsive crowd for, for pretty much all night long. Everyone was really like, just the energy back and forth all night was very, very fun. How big is the crowd that she did? Yeah. Um, um, you know, I kind of expected it just because of the area that it's in. But I mean, it, it was a pretty rowdy crowd. They, you know, there were lots of drinks going around and um, it got a little claustrophobic and, and pushy and, and it is what it is. You know, it was just everybody having fun and, and doing their thing. So you just kind of got to, you know, allow that to happen and just go with the flow and, and, and you'll have a great time. Nice. Yeah, but then, like you were saying, some love songs, uh, theme guests going on. So they went into Fortress uh, after Hell Yeah. And, great, uh, great little, great little story. I, I love singing along with that one. You know, when first time I heard it, I was like, I've got to figure out those lyrics just because that's that's just fun to sing along with. And, yeah, yeah, it's it's great sing along song for sure. Yeah, I I like it. We actually we were thinking about naming our dog Roy. Oh, that's cool. We'll call so, him Roy. Just name him. <laughs> name him. We call him Roy. Yeah, he's he's called Roy, but his real name's Ozzy. Yeah, that's cool. Speaking and of Ozzy, speaking of Ozzy, <laughs> right? They go uh, King Kong Horror Pigs, which is uh, one of my favorites, uh, especially when they do Black Sabbath. I love um, it. Gr- Greg loves to have fun with that, with the lyrics and stuff, like getting goofy. I was at the I was at the gym earlier in the day that day and I was you know had metal playlists going on and I was like I, I really want a heavy a heavy show tonight and when they busted out that war pigs I was just like prayers answered yes let's do it bum, bum. Oh, 
the crowd went nuts, man. The crowd went absolutely nuts. Like I've seen them do that a few times and there's always a lot of people singing, but by far, I think there were more people singing along with this one than I've ever heard. Hell yeah. Got some of them. Hillbillies loving their metal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Zig, Ziggy's uh, Ziggy's social media posted a video of it, and it was in the crowd, and you could just hear everyone going along with it. That was great. Hell yeah! But King Kong always a, a great one. I love singing oh, that man. one. I got ben, I, me, me and Tiffany have a little dance when your eyes do your thighs. You got my love meter overflowing thing. And, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> that's great. Ben, Ben did sound great. Like early on, I didn't think that you could hear him as much, but as the show progressed on, yeah, you could. He he crushed that King Kong solo when they came back into that. I was I was listening to it last night and just really, really hit me in a sweet spot. Yeah, and I, to be honest, this is where I stopped. I haven't finished the show yet. Uh, Yeah, I've only gone to. skinner after this song so i'm gonna okay. let you, so we're gonna let you guys take it away from the rest of here because they go into for me the second set is definitely like just heat all the way through there's all no wasted the songs way. So start to finish i mean i love porcupine i mean i don't know who doesn't right. um but then going into my own way like that's a song that i mean the, the groove in that is so damn good i can't get enough of that song it's it's just too good and it's one of those deeper songs lyrically too that like really hits me in, in a in a spot. It's like, man, that's that that gets me in a cerebral place, and and uh, I love hearing Greg, you know, sing about subject matter like that. It, it's it's cool. And then yeah, Jeremy, just the intro, just kind of slow in there. Da, 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 da. Jeremy like, towards the end of that song absolutely dominated it. It was really like he went, he took it to a little bit of a different level towards the end, and I I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's always a great song. I look to see what they're doing with it. I love to see what they're doing with it. You know, from there straight to "Walk Outside," which my you know, one of again. my one of my absolute all time all time favorites. "Walk Outside." It, I was so excited to hear that. And it's always did when they play an outdoor show that you might think you might hear a walk outside. Yeah, man. I mean, they really once that jam started, they really dug deep with this just big bouncy kind of a jam. Um, the main peak was oh, just got my heart just lifted up so high. It was so much fun. I thought I thought I kind of heard a little bit of a surreal tease in there. I know it's walk outside. That's kind of a, a thing, even if they're not teasing it. I, I feel like I think I hear it sometimes. But uh, that, that got me excited. Yeah, I definitely hear want to hear, you know, surreal and a walk outside. But but I hear what you're t- saying from there. Yeah, yeah. But, but from uh, there to take it to one of probably arguably my favorites of the newer songs, which is kind of hard to say, but I, I literally can't get enough of Skinner. I like to your, to your point, Jake, I went jumped to this song first, listened to it, and then went back to the start. <laughs> the <laughs> yeah, that, over again. That's exactly what I did because I hadn't uh, like really listened to it in a minute and I saw it on there. So I was just like, I'm going to listen to this real quick before I can. Because I share a Nugs account, so it's like kind of hit or miss when I get on there and stuff sometimes. So I was like, I'll listen to Skinner real quick. But yeah, man, that's another one of those uh, instrumentals I think is really, you know, pushing, not the boundaries, but pushing. uh, Just new envelopes for sure. Like getting getting some different, some different noise in there. And and I'm excited to see where that song is going to go. I mean, it's, how long has it been out now? A year, maybe not even a year. Yeah, it was uh, it was Peach Fest, wasn't it? Am I saying that right? Is it Peach mm-hmm. Fest last year? 
Yes, I yeah, think it was. So. It was. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I think that's when a guy jumped on stage or something. Oh yeah, that's when Ben checked that dude. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, there's all kinds of exciting stuff happening right now. Yeah, jumped on stage and Ben just like fucking checked him it. with the with his bass right off, dude. Yeah, fun. Well, not fun, but yeah, fun. <laughs> yeah, but just hearing Gator just with the opening notes to Skinner, like, and I mean, you know, it's coming next. So nice build. Yeah, I, it's, I, I feel like that, to your, to your point, uh, Dustin, kind of the, the, the different sounds they're making. I think, like, Skinner kind of was an evolution that led to, like, a Miyagi, them kind of trying some different stuff, taking yeah. a different direction. So, uh, you know, I love when they're kind of going outside of just their normal, you know, uh, funk and then putting some new sounds in there for sure. Absolutely. And just releasing new instrumentals. I mean, a lot of the new songs are, are non-instrumental, so I like, I, I like throwing those into the fold. Yeah, dude, 100%. There's so much more to be had from Skinner. I look forward to seeing him there. But, you know, from then going on to a space on me, it's just, you know, another one I love Man. to see how they, they make make a great song their own and, you know, just pigeonify it, as you might say. Yeah, uh, for, the, for the awesome. first time since June 12th, I think it was, Home Fest. That was yep. the first time played. And I think they've only played it all together, like, a handful of times. So that was that was fun to bring into. I had a feeling that there was going to be some kind of David Bowie something going on since since the venue was called Ziggy's, I was just like, Ziggy Stardust kind of a thing. Like, like what are we going to do here? And, and sure enough, that came through. I thought for a second they were going to lead it into uh, from Space Oddity into Rocket Man because I thought I heard a little snippet there. But I think that was just high hopes. Yeah, I love Rocket Man. I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. Uh, <laughs> so good. So <laughs> that good. from New Year's Eve was just one of my favorite moments of that show. And there were so many good moments. I mean, but oh, the Rocket man. man is just the way they recreated that song. Uh, the way Greg hits those notes, dude, it's too much. I love it. It, it definitely yeah, fills fills my soul every time. Yeah, but speaking of filling the soul, from there going into Horizon, Ooh. I mean, obviously that's yeah, no doubt always a crowd pleaser. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure the hugs are flowing uh, pretty deep in that song. Yeah, I actually just posted uh, maybe an hour before uh, this this recording here uh, a nice video of Horizon into the flock, and uh, you can you can see a lot of that love going on. Yeah, I think everyone starts looking around like, all right, guys, it's on. Yeah, it's, <laughs> who's grabbing me first? <laughs> you know, Jeremy Jeremy with that beautiful, like, you know, minute, minute and a half little intro there. You kind of wonder if Greg's going to do – Greg doesn't really do the speech anymore that much, you know. I feel like he's he's really saving that for some special times or, or something. I feel like you should <laughs> get a nice a – nice, <laughs> ex- Yeah, there we go. Perfect. <laughs> How, uh, you know, he did one at um, New Year's Eve, you know, 2019 into 2020 in Asheville. And then, you know, we had the pandemic and stuff, and I was just like, maybe he's, like, going to lay off of that as, as, like, a superstitious thing or something for a while. He did one after that. Uh, How with the Moon, where was that at? Uh, How with the Moon was before. That was a dumb oh, that was before? 2019, I think. Was it? I think. I'm not 100%, but I think that okay. was before before the – I think that was in 2019 at some point. Okay. I'm not going to I'm not going to swear it, though. Anyway. All right. He'd be doing short speeches, though. I think he did one at Beacon Skip. Yeah, yeah, he's he's had a couple in there, but definitely, definitely not what used to. I feel like we used to hear from him. Yeah. Oh, guys, I really love you. <laughs> you know, it's just nights like this where we just all come together, and you know, and then the bottling up of the energy and taking it out into the world and all that good stuff. Meanwhile, Jeremy's just laying it out real slow, real, real, real long intro. Yeah. yeah, you know, I, you remember when he would like almost sound like a violin? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, man. He hasn't done that in a little bit. I'd like to hear that again. Absolutely. But, yeah. And I'm still I'm still waiting for the super extended horizon. I mean, I know it's perfect the way it is, but give me like a 20 minute horizon, you know, throw some throw some extension in there and, and let's really let's really take this thing out. Oh, man, I'd love to see Mike Redman's face if that happened. Oh, I know. <laughs> and, I, and I know a lot of people listening to this right now are probably cursing my name at what I just said, but I just think it's a big, beautiful world and there's a lot of opportunities and we shouldn't waste them. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So they played Snake Eyes. Yeah. Ooh, big, Ooh, beautiful yeah. Snake Eyes. That was, a, that was a dirty Snake Eyes, man. What a great closer to that set. Is there ever a clean Snake Eyes? I think they're all no, dirty. I don't. I don't think so, man. It was. <laughs> it was some. And you know, they were. So they had um on the on the original set list. They had Ocean Flows as the set closer. But I think during one point, they kind of all looked at each other and was like, "All right, let's let's make this the final song and let's hit it hard." Um, and it kind of took a new direction and really just oh, it hit it hit really nice. I'm all for that audible. And then Greg's, you know, Greg's little solo was was in there with the little uh, kind of a the synthesizer horn kind of a distortion sound, which I absolutely love. I think the first time we heard him do that was Devil's Backbone last year in Virginia with uh, with Moonwalk. And what oh, a crazy yeah. cool sound, man. I think since then, Greg's solos have just really, really evolved and taken off. And uh, yeah, I, totally I love agree. that. Totally agree on Greg's solos, definitely. I think uh, Greg Solos used to be something that people not scoffed at, but some people were just of. not not yeah, exactly. And now it's like everybody gets super pumped up whenever he pulls one out. Well, they just used to be like super distorted. Yeah, yeah, and just kind of yeah. off 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 keel with the rest of what was going on sometimes. Yeah. But you like the horn thing? I think it's great, man. I think it just I don't know. I, I really enjoy watching him get into it because you can you can tell that he's when he's when he's feeling it, he's really feeling it, and that just makes me happy. Oh yeah, I, I'm sure after Snake Eyes, I mean, well, yeah, yeah, he goes off on Snake Eyes. You yeah, know, absolutely. he brings the energy. Yeah, but then uh, finish with Schwantham. You know, Schwantham encore. All, yeah, all time encore Schwantham. I, I would always take. Uh, Schwantum encore. It's always good. Man, absolutely. That's just that's just you know you think your energy's gone and then that happens and then it's like all right let's let's get we need a whole another set now. Bring it on. Let's do. This. Look, it, it's not a doc encore, but it'll do. You know, it'll do. I guess I guess it'll do, man. I guess they're, they're saving do. that one. Saving it. It doesn't. It doesn't piss me off. You know what I mean? That's that's all I'll say. Yeah, yeah. I don't think anybody's getting mad at a uh, Schwantum uh, closer nah. there. But yeah, once again, just that crowd energy, man, was just like, ah, oh, lifts your soul up, gives you the butterflies, makes you all warm and fuzzy. Just a really, really good time. And I love at the end when everyone's belting it out and you just kind of get the whole crowd singing along. Yes. So and great. Was, yeah, the energy really goes hard on that song. Just a, a fantastic way to cap off a fantastic show. For sure. Uh, but uh, we'll go into our little segment thing right now. Uh, I'll start the flock fashion i didn't really Ooh. i didn't really get to see what any any of the I guys got, I guys got you i got oh. you all right but i just wanted to say uh quick mention of your staple crocs that you got <laughs> yeah man yeah so dustin coming in with some swag with the uh 
staple crocs but yeah man if you had if you had anything to add to that flock fashion segment go ahead let us have it yeah um so greg i was you know greg the last few times i feel like he's been an nc'er in the area he's had his uh nc funk shirt on so i was excited to see him come back out with the nc funk shirt on and he he mentioned something about you know repping nc and pointed at his shirt and that that's always fun um and then he had his haircut first time i've seen him have a haircut in a while a little bit shorter of a of a little do going on there it looked good um, Gator's still rocking the mane though, isn't he? His hair's getting Gator, long now. Gator's Gator's hair is getting long, looking super sexy. Was really feeling that. Um, Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy had a sweet tie dye. Man, he was. We were actually talking about you, Jake. I had on the uh, Keith Herring shirt that I got from you, and uh, he asked who did it, and I told him it was you. And then we had a little, you know, tie dye fun convo. But he was all smiles all night. It was it was good to catch up with him. Of course, Ben was uh, started off in a bucket hat and ended up in a cowboy hat. You know, that's always a fun way to go. Uh, started, off with, started off with shoes, ended up without shoes. You know the deal. Um, he uh, there was a, there's also a stage cat there at Ziggy's, a, a black cat named Shadow. So Ben, being the cat lover that he is, obviously found that cat right away, and, and he had a he had a little companion all night long that made him super happy. So uh, overall, the, the flock fashion was was pretty north carolina perfect nice uh oh and we had kevin kevin was in town that was a, a huge surprise to get in there and see uh and see kevin working the show was very excited about that oh kev bot back on back on tour uh, yeah man not really Thanks. but hey you know what there's there's something that we could mention about uh crew uh happenings uh Brett is still a tour manager. Kevin was just hopping in because Brett couldn't make it. He was yep. prep, prepping for Firefly Music yep, Festival. Yep. And yep. so he wasn't able to make it. So Kevin joined in. But Pigeons actually has a new crew member, yeah. uh, Mr. Chris Salvato. He's a Columbus guy uh, who runs weird music and uh the lights and sound at summit music hall he's going to be taking over uh dante's old spot i believe which is running the front of house and like uh guitar text type stuff very cool you i believe you are correct about that yeah i've never met the man in person but i hear great things yeah chris is chris i think is a great fit uh a lot of people think so as well so that he's going to be starting out uh very fun come soon i'm not sure if he's at the going to be at the eight by ten shows but i'm pretty sure that he is going to be on the rest of the tour with them this year very nice yeah but so uh colin you wanted to go ask your three funking questions hell yeah all right you ready dustin have you studied are you prepared oh man i I, i'm as ready as i think i can be i I can i can feel you sweating right now so uh, all right Uh, since i've been loving this one uh a little a little face off uh who would win in a fight skinner or weightless skinner skinner's gonna take it man a little more aggressive a little more aggressive you think a little a little more aggressive and you know skinner uh BF Skinner with the with the mind control, man. I think he's got a little. Uh, I think he's got a little level up there on the on the mind games. So. Bring the Jedi <laughs> mind tricks to the table. Yeah, man. Or we can we can start going Simpsons references too. I, I think there's too many ways to go. I don't know. Skinner. Skinner Skinner's gonna take it. All right. Very cool. Uh, Dustin, where was your first pigeon show? 
My first pigeon show was at the Orange Peel in 2016. Uh, pigeons opening up for Dopapod. Um, I knew about pigeons. They once again have been on my radar for a little bit, but uh, I went to see Dopapod and left already obsessed with pigeons. That was uh, a life changing show for sure. Hell yeah, dude! That's a good first pigeon show. Oh, oh man, I love that Orange Peel. Um, incredible, man. Video. Incredible. All right. And last question. So as, as at the start of the podcast, uh, Mr. Jake had mentioned that you are an admin in the flock. How did you become an admin in the group? How did that come about? Oh, man. A lot of nasty favors. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I mean, just uh, I guess when when Jeremy Schoen asks you to do something, you really can't say no. You know what I mean? So facts, big facts. That's just, that's just, you know, uh, uh, a series of fortunate events and uh, just feel really, really incredibly blessed to have this opportunity to, um, to be a part of this community and, and to be there for people and to, to help kind of set a, um, I don't want to say a standard, but just to set a, uh, a positive, way of of doing this thing and showing that these communities can be you know kind and friendly and positive and it doesn't have to be all you know competition and things like that the whole time so yeah just, look, just, I, just I, really glad to be in this position and, and really excited to see what we can do with it in the future yeah look we really appreciate what you're doing really grateful to uh to have you uh to, to doing that for us so thank you so much uh for absolutely it's, uh, it's great Absolutely. If anybody never ever needs anything, feel free to reach out. I'm super friendly, super nice guy. Uh, I, I mean, not to toot my own horn or anything. Um, I like to, beep, I like to, I, I like to think I'm I, I like to think I'm pretty friendly. Um, and and speaking of admins, real quick, I just want to give a shout out to Eric Slackdish, one of our other admins. The Ziggy Show was his birthday, um, so that was a good special one for him. Happy birthday, Eric! Heck yeah, Eric! Uh, He's a man. Yeah, Eric is the man. We hope to have you on if you're listening uh, in the future. Uh, but uh, those were our three fucking questions. So let's go ahead and go into tour dates. We all know what's coming up next, uh, September 29th. It's uh, the return to the 8 by 10 September 29th and 30th. Sold out shows. Uh, yeah, you know, that's going to be, be a good fun, time. Man. I've never been to Baltimore, let alone the 8x10, so I'm very, very, very excited for these shows. Yeah, you're definitely, uh, yes, uh, I, I, I as well. I mean, it's funny, I've seen someone post pictures of the 8x10. I've been there before, not for pigeons, but it's just funny seeing pictures of the place again. I'm like, it just reminds me of how small this venue is. It is tight, yeah. um, which is just going to make it that much more special. So uh, you know, Absolutely. I, I've said it many, many times before, and I'll keep saying it, but I can't wait. Yeah, and then the next night they are at Union Craft Brewing, October first. That's going to be a Saturday show where they have a new beer being uh, debuted from that brewery, I believe. I think it's like a light lager or something like that. I might have to imbibe on one or two or it's a, three. It's a very cool looking can. Definitely going to get a can. Um, I'll let someone drink my my brew inside, but I'm taking the can home. I'll, I'll, I'll help you there if you want. I, I'm willing to take a, take one for the team, and I'll drink the beer for you, Dustin. I knew I knew I could count on you, my man. And and that day is also my birthday, the October Octoberfest. Oh. So, yeah, man. So I'm very never. I've never in my life had the opportunity to see any concert on my birthday, let alone my favorite band. So uh, we're gonna go all out for this one. 
Well, hell yeah, I'm glad I'm going to be making that one. Yeah, man, it's going to be More? good. You know, I'm just saying, if we're all three there, we could do an in-person recording. I'm just throwing it out there. Think about hey. it. Let the wheels turn. Hey, that's not a bad idea. We might have no. to. Uh, we'll definitely talk about it off air. But they are going to be going to uh, Athens, Georgia, October 6th. Uh, at the Terrapin Beer Company with Moon Taxi, and then the seventh are in Chattanooga, Tennessee, before they get to Memphis, Tennessee, October 8th, where they're part of like a small festival with Moon Taxi, Star, and Micey and Garrison Star. And then the next night, they uh, head south from Tennessee to Birmingham, Alabama, where they play at the Saturn. And then they go to New Orleans, New Orleans. to Tipitina's October 11th. What a good time. And then head to Florida on October 13th. I'll be jumping on starting there. That's mm. going to be uh, – I can't wait for that run. It's, uh, it's going to end up in my backyard. It's going to be a fun four nights. Exhausting, but I'm, I'm ready. I bet the weather down there that time of year is nice. It's it's been hit and miss lately, uh, but you know it's. Uh, I think they're mostly indoor venues. Um, okay, okay. I know I know Miami is. It's like indoor outdoor, but it's undercover. So uh, either way, I think we'll be fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall the weather's it's not been too hot. You know, a little bit of rain, but that's Florida this time of year. But you know, whatever. We'll persevere. Especially going to be Rangers. Nice. And then after Pensacola, that's the House House of Blues Orlando on the 14th, Janice Live, uh, the 15th in St. Petersburg, and at the Bandshell in Miami Beach on the 16th. And that's what Colin's been talking about, where he's excited. Yeah, pre-party at my place, everybody. Come on down. Man, I would love to. That would be that would be fun. I've been to Miami a couple times, and I've always had a blast down there. Yeah, we're doing a yeah. pool party and barbecue, and then we're going to head to the show. So uh, <laughs> just figure, like, you know, we will rage my place out, have a bunch of books by the pool, figure all the Miami people out. It'll be fun. <laughs> I love oh, eating yeah. barbecue in a swimming pool. Nothing better. Yeah. Yeah, it's good times. Then they're off uh, from the 16th to the 27th, where they start their Halloween run at the Stone Pony. In New Jersey, and then the 28th at the Sherman Theater in Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania, 29th at College Street Music Hall in New Haven, Connecticut. We've got to be coming up on the announcement now for the for the uh, theme. I mean, we're getting pretty close now, so I, I got to figure that's got to be uh, days away at this point. Yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. I feel like every year, like even with Dome and stuff like that, the themes get closer and closer to show date. Um I'm still a fan of a surprise theme, you know, just show up, uh, come, come as you are. And, and let's see what happens when we get there. Yeah. I just know that the guys have really been practicing, uh, like four or five days a week, three hours yeah. a day. They've just, got something big planned. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I know. And Ben keeps teasing me about it and I just it's going to be good. Yeah. I don't know if I can make Halloween shows. I, I really, it's, uh, that's a tough one for me. Um, just being the distance and stuff like that from North Carolina. And um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see if I do, it'll be a last minute for sure. Yeah. yeah I'll be, I'll be at Asbury and Stroudsburg, but new Haven's on the, the iffy list. Yeah. Those are on the no go for me, but uh, they're off from October to December 
uh no november dates not announced yet yes I, yeah definitely yeah, trying to get some definitely something anticipate something, something. It, yeah you know they have to have like uh something around thanksgiving i feel like that's what i was thinking play it play a show with another band around thanksgiving or you know something like that it makes sense but yep they're off until this uh at, well second and third at the Jefferson theater in charlottesville and they have two is yam yam and eggy opening for those shows i don't i don't i think they have two nice openers for those shows i do as well but i can't recall off the top right We'll we'll figure it out when we get closer, but you said for Charlottesville they have I think it's Yam Yam one night and Dogs in a Pile the other. Oh, yeah, that makes go. that sounds right. Okay, those will be fun. I'm gonna try. To yeah, it's Yam Yam and Dogs. Close enough. That's only a couple hours away from me, so we'll, we'll try to do that. Yeah, those look good. nice. And then uh, from Virginia they go to the Northeast in December, and the eighth in Burlington, Vermont at Higher Ground, the ninth in Albany, New York, and tenth. Uh, in Syracuse at the Westcott Theater. So they do a short little early December run in the Northeast, and they still don't have – they have no dates after the 10th of December announced, but I anticipate maybe uh, one, two, three more shows will probably be announced before their New Year's run in Pittsburgh this year with the Magic Beans at Stage 8. Woo! That's going to be a good one. Oh, yeah. Should be fun. Stage A is a good venue. Uh, I've never been to Pittsburgh, so that'll be my first time uh, of hitting up that place. I'm excited. Pittsburgh's all right. Yeah, Pittsburgh's cool. So it's, uh, there's, there's a bunch of hotels that are walk, walking distance to the venue. It's, uh, it's a pretty decent little setup there. Very nice. Absolutely. But that's the tour dates that are announced uh, right now. Uh, we don't have much else to discuss. Unless you guys wanted to add anything else to the show, I do want to. I do want to throw out there that uh, I was doing some research and stuff about uh, you know pigeons playing in the High Point area, and from what I can tell, they haven't played High Point since March twenty third, two thousand and thirteen. Wow! So yeah, yeah, at a place called Blue Bourbon Jacks. Um, I couldn't find them playing there anywhere after then. They played Winston, but not not High Point. So that was a fun little tidbit that I discovered. Okay, rare North Carolina show. Yeah. All right. So High Point doesn't have a lot going on. I'll I'll say that there's not a lot of reason to go out there anyway, so it's not surprising. Yeah. Yeah, and that show was originally like an on the way show to Resonance. To Resonance, yeah. There there was definitely a chance that it was going to get canceled. Even even talking to some of the band, they were like, "Yeah, like there, we were wondering if it was going to happen at one point as well, but everyone was really glad that they came out. Everyone had a great time. The band was in was in great spirits, and uh, they, they had a blast down there. All right. So that wraps up our show this week. Uh, next week, uh, Colin and I, we might have a little show right before the 8 by uh, before the 8 by 10 run, the Flocktober Fest run, and then like we were just discussing earlier, we might even do a live recording once we get there for Dustin's birthday show. Uh, but we'll let you guys know, and thanks for stopping by. Whoop, whoop. Have a good one, everyone. All right, see you out there. Cool. <laughs>